Well, that took a turn for the worst. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Turkey Tumble, by Jonah Newman, illustrated by Paul Nichols, published by Scholastic. We got a Thanksgiving book for you today, and don't forget, next week will be Thanksgiving week with every book having a Thanksgiving theme. Be sure to follow us on Instagram or YouTube for some visual bites from the show. And if you love This Goose is Cooked, be sure to leave a review or a donation and let us know if there's a particular book you want reviewed. Now to the book. Turkey Tumble feels like a mix of a horror story and the song The Twelve Days of Christmas. It follows a group of animals, each putting in work for what's supposed to be a big meal. Except, two turkeys just won't pitch in. But why won't they? Are these two turkeys lazy forest friends who just want to mooch off the other animals' hard work? Or are they being held captive and they're on the menu for dinner? Well, get your hiking boots on. We're heading to the woods. Now, let's get cooking. We begin on this. Quote, It was the day of the harvest. And all through the woods, the animals were working to make the feast good. But two creatures weren't helping at all. Instead, they were talking about topics quite small. End quote. Sounds like your standard family Thanksgiving. I bet they're talking about politics. Now your side's a threat to democracy. Now your side's a threat to democracy. You know how I know your side's a threat to democracy? Your side's trying to take my freedoms away to shower naked in whatever bathroom I want. You know how I know your side is a threat to democracy? Your side is trying to take away my right to drill for oil on government land. Alright, you guys. We're not going to solve the death of democracy today. Aunt May, do you have some oil rig I don't know about? How come you haven't cut me in on it? And Uncle Curtis, you haven't seen the inside of a gym in over 40 years. Come on. The two animals not helping were a couple of jive turkeys, up in a tree. I didn't know turkeys hung out in trees, but then again, the closest I've been to hunting is in the deli. Now the 12 days of Christmas kicks in. You know, the whole, Three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge family in a pear tree. So we got three rabbits that are running around setting the table. See, I would have expected them to show up with a green bean casserole or a side salad, not setting the table. I would have expected a panda to handle the china. Next we have hedgehogs, and they're making me wonder if these animals are really celebrating Thanksgiving, because they're running around pouring everyone a spot of tea. Maybe they're British, and they're the ancestors of the pilgrims who landed on Plymouth Rock and said, we came all this way for a rock. Nah, this shit ain't for me. We're heading back to Britain. God save the king and us, because our Puritan asses are about this bitch. We have five foxes, and again, I would have expected them to bring something different to this shindig. These foxes are rolling in the dough. No, seriously, they're baking a lot of bread. Yeah, I never would have figured they were into pounding a good old pumpernickel. Oh, would you look at that? We have squirrels helping out too. These guys are nuts. And then we have mice 
cutting the cheese. Who invited those guys? Chipmunks show up to this get-together, and it looks like the turkeys aren't the only ones not doing anything. I guess no one minds, because the chipmunks have a good disposition. Table manners do go a long way. The bears show up, and there's quite a few of them. I'm talking wine em, dine em, all nine of them. They must know they brought a few too many friends, because they're walking around serving everyone the food they brought. Hey, I hope you don't mind. I brought eight friends. We got six tasty IPAs for you, and this pre-made charcuterie board from Kroger. Might want to eat it sooner rather than later. It's a little warm. It was sitting next to the heater the whole drive here. I must remind everyone, all this commotion is going on while these two turkeys just won't shut up. They're like two moms at the potluck who can't stop talking about the last PTA meeting. Nancy, Sharon, will you two pitch in or take your conversation about busing lines to the family room? People want to have their finger foods without having to reach over you like their monkeys being fed through cages at the zoo. And this is where the story takes a crazy turn. The beavers show up, gnawing on wood. Can't take them anywhere. It turns out that the wood they're chewing on was the tree the turkeys were in. And the tree snaps, and the turkeys go slamming down on the table like they've just been given the rock bottom. Can you smell what the rack is cooking? Everyone was shocked and appalled that all their hard work was ruined. And it ends on this rather interesting interaction. Quote, they greeted their guests. Despite their surprise, a brave bear spoke up. Dot, dot, dot. Nice of you to drop by. End quote. So this whole time, we were thinking it was just the turkeys not helping out. But after this, it's clear the animals were preparing a feast that included the turkeys as the main course. This went from a lovely story with a minor annoyance to a horror story in one page. I'm shocked I didn't catch on. Now the only question is whether or not the turkeys really were oblivious talking about trivial topics. Or if they were trapped up in the tree trying to make the best of it. If you take the author at his word, then I think we can say the lesson is beware of your surroundings so you don't end up in a spot where a predator can prey on you. If they weren't distracted with all their jibber-jabber, maybe they could have hightailed it out of there and lived to gobble another day. Now, if you believe these two were trapped, then the lesson is, make the most of a bad situation. And these turkeys certainly did that. They knew they were going to die, but they kept their small talk light. Good for them, and I am leaning towards they knew they were trapped. Jonah's work was a little boring. I found myself skipping through a lot of the repetition. I like repetition, but this was way too much. What saved him, though, was that thriller of an ending, leaving it up to the reader to decide how these turkeys got in this situation. As for Paul's pictures, he provided the humor, displaying the animals' personalities perfectly, and capturing the commotion of this party quite well. If you're looking for a darker side of Thanksgiving, or just want to lull yourself to sleep, look no further. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.6. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for a bite or two, as long as I know these animals didn't prepare it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.